Hello, this is R.J. Deacon, reading the Supreme Court of the United States Opinion Syllabus in City of San Antonio, Texas, versus Hotels.com. Certiorari to United States Court of Appeals for the Fifth Circuit. Argued April 21st, 2021. Decided May 27th, 2021. The City of San Antonio, acting on behalf of a class of 173 Texas municipalities, was awarded a multi-million dollar judgment in federal district court against a number of popular online travel companies, OTCs, over the calculation of hotel occupancy taxes. To prevent execution on that judgment pending appeal, the OTCs obtained supersedious bonds securing the judgment. Uh, see Federal Rule of Civil Procedure 62. On appeal, the Court of Appeals determined that the OTCs had not underpaid their taxes. In accordance with Federal Rule of Appellate Procedure 39D, the OTCs filed with the circuit clerk a bill of costs seeking appellate docketing fees and printing costs, which were taxed without objection. The OTCs then filed a bill of costs in the district court, seeking more than $2.3 million in costs, primarily for premiums paid on the supersedious bonds that are listed in Rule 39E as taxable in the district court for the benefit of the party entitled to costs. San Antonio objected and urged the district court to exercise its discretion to decline to tax all or most of these costs. The district court held that it had no discretion to deny or reduce those costs under circuit precedent. The Court of Appeals affirmed, reasoning that the district court lacked discretion to deny or reduce appellate cost awards. The Supreme Court held... Um, the decision is affirmed and Justice Alito delivered the opinion of a unanimous court. Rule 39 does not permit a district court to alter a court of appeals allocation of costs listed in subdivision E of that rule. Section A, Rule 39 creates a cohesive scheme for taxing appellate costs that gives discretion over the allocation of appellate costs to the court of appeals. Rule 39A sets out default rules for cost allocation based on the outcome of an appeal and provides that those default rules apply unless the court orders otherwise. Nothing in the broad language of Rule 39A suggests that a court of appeals may not divide up costs in such an order. Quite the opposite. Rule 39A-4 suggests that a court of appeals may apportion costs based on each party's relative success when the results of the appeal are something other than complete affirmance or reversal. Rule 39E points in the same direction. It addresses appellate costs taxable in the district court for the benefit of the party entitled to costs, under the rule, not to a party entitled to seek costs. The Court of Appeals determination that a party is entitled to a certain percentage of costs would mean little if the district court could take a second look at the equities. San Antonio contends that the plain text of subsection E, providing for costs taxable in the district court, vests district courts with the discretion over cost allocations. But that interpretation reads too much into the term taxable and ignores the history of the rule. The real work done by the phrase taxable in the district court is in specifying the court is in specifying the court in which these costs are to be taxed.
the court is not persuaded that applying the plain text of Rule 39 will create the problems that San Antonio envisions. First, awarding costs incurred prior to appeal is different from taxing appellate costs. Limiting a district court's discretion to allocate appellate costs will not cause confusion with the equitable discretion district courts exercise with respect to certain costs incurred in the district court that are customarily taxed under Federal Rule of Civil Procedure 54D. Second, there is no evidence to suggest that the appellate courts have struggled to allocate appellate costs due to factual disputes better handled by the district court. And nothing in the court's decision should be read to cast doubt on the approach taken by some courts of appeals to delegate this responsibility to the district court. See uh, Eminger versus Bull Moose Tube Corporation. Third, it makes sense for the district court to tax the costs in Rule 39E because those costs relate to events in that court. This process requires more than a minimum, uh, sorry, more than a ministerial order, as San Antonio would have it, because the district court will ensure that the amount of appellate costs requested is correct. That's uh, 28 U.S.C. section 1924, and that the cost submissions otherwise comply with the relevant rules and statutes. Finally, that the current rules and relevant statutes could specify more clearly the procedure that a party should follow to obtain review of their objections to Rule 39e costs in the Court of Appeals does not mean that a district court can reallocate those costs. A simple motion for an order under Rule 27 should suffice to seek an order under Rule 39A, and the court does not foreclose parties from raising their arguments through other procedural vehicles. The decision below is affirmed. Justice Alito delivered the opinion for a unanimous court. Thank you for listening. If you'd like to support the podcast or put a little gas in my motorcycle so I can get to my public defender internship this summer, uh, you can see the PayPal link in the show notes. Find me on Patreon or contact me at RhodesScholar80 at gmail.com.